Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and uh, welcome back to the show. I guess maybe uh, you may have been a part of the show. We were gone, so welcome to us back to the show. <laughs> you mean today. yesterday? Yeah. Had a uh, three-day weekend. Got to take advantage of. I think it's a healthy trend. Yeah. Just, you know, every few years, just add another three-day weekend. I think it it works out pretty well. The the last three-day weekend, uh, we talked about this. This four-day work week is, uh, I I think, uh, France France might be on to (laughs) something. What does it They used to say? 50 million Frenchmen can't be wrong. (laughs) Um. I, I, I don't know. I don't think in our lifetime we're ever going to see it, but I, I think eventually, I think you're going to see the world go to a four day work week. I have a. My, my I was, actually, I was hoping long, to live long enough to see it go to a three day work week. Well, my son, I was just going to mention that he is uh, home. My uh, mother in law passed away, so we have family coming in town. He's in the Air Force. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, kind of sucks because well, it was un- very unexpected and yeah. she was uh, not very old. Um. Anyway, he's home from the Air Force. He's been working three on, three off. And I said, how, how do you like that? He goes, it's going to suck when I have to go back to five days a week. <laughs> three on, three off? Three on, three off. So, so he, it's, he works continuously three so days on, three so, days off. So it's a six-day cycle. Yeah. So he could be working he, on a Sunday or not. Yeah. He absolutely loves it. So yeah. he only works three days, and then he has three days off. That, that would also be kind of sweet, I, I would think. That would be nice if every day you worked, you had a day to recover. Yeah. Our phone lines are open this morning, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Hopefully uh, all of you who joined us at our hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing, um, have recovered. I think Kenny, I don't know if Kenny has been from Cloverdale Plumbing, has been to CUNA uh, at the... Uh, place we were at on, on friday the pork belly yeah. um if he hasn't he needs to go there oh it was wonderful <laughs> um boy their I, food is good i know you got food to take home to your family i did they were very appreciative i was so full the only thing i took home and i'm not kidding is uh, a quart of gravy gravy yeah yeah i don't blame you for that quart you, of gravy. You, you raved about that gravy and i thought hey good advertising and then i got there and i thought hey good gravy <laughs> it was pretty good wasn't it yeah it was is wonderful it some of the best you've ever had I would have to say so, yeah. yeah. Definitely different than uh, most gravies that you get. But uh, thank you to the Pork Belly and CUNA. They took great care of us, uh, a great crowd on Friday. We have one more coming up. Not not one more forever, one more um, for this current part of the year. Um, (laughs) We We have uh, one more scheduled. We have one more scheduled, and then we'll uh, be off for the summer for our hometown breakfasts. Um, but we are going to be at Deja Brew in Meridian coming up this Friday to kick off your weekends. Uh-huh. Uh, great place. We've been there multiple times. Fantastic place. Um, That's where it, you say, hey, I've had this coffee before. It, it's great. And the weather, by the way, uh, should be cooperating enough. I mean, you look uh, this morning, we're fairly warm. Weather should be cooperating enough this Friday that we, if you want, you should be able to sit out on their amazing patio. And they have one of the best patios in downtown Meridian. So. Heart of downtown Meridian is where it's going to be. Shall we set up out there? Uh, I don't know if it, if we can, if it's light mm. enough out there at the time we're there. 
wouldn't take very long, I guess, uh, for it to get uh, pretty nice out there. But, I mean, it's well, a this great week, patio I mean, for, you know, I bring up the patio because they're open yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they also have live music out on their patio every once in a while. And, and this week is the, uh, what, the longest amount of daylight mm-hmm. of uh, any days all year long. Today, as a matter of in, fact. In fact, is the longest day. Yeah. Um, summer begins today. Um, and if you look at the weather forecast, uh, upcoming weather forecast, it, it's going to be summer. Um, we should see mid-90s by this weekend. Yeah. They didn't fool us and start summer at the beginning of June like usually. <laughs> they, they decided to wait till the actual summer. Yeah, uh, which is, which is kind of, whoever they which are. Which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, by the way, <laughs> even though it is going to be hot, um, we want to remind you, and, and this story unfortunately reminds you that um, the Boise River and rivers around the area are not quite yet ready for... Clearly tubing clearly, um, clearly the pay had a little high too yeah um after more than a week of searching the body of 21 year old everett jackson recovered sunday afternoon downstream from where he reportedly disappeared over a week before jackson was a 21 year old visiting from raceland louisiana he went missing on june 11th after witnesses reported seeing him fall from the tube go underwater and not resurface again near the uh, gem county island sports complex in emmett Sunday afternoon, a volunteer located that body approximately two miles downstream in the Payette River from the location where he was last seen. Now, at the time that Jackson and his friends were on the river, the afternoon of June 11th, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation Services monitoring indicated that the river was running at approximately 10,200 cubic feet per second. That is nearly four times the average flows for June 11th. On that same day a year ago, the Payette River in Emmett was flowing at 1,500 cubic feet per second. And it's over 10,000? Over 10,000 cubic feet per second. So river conditions remain unsuitable for floating at this time. And I know a lot of people, when it gets to be 95 degrees, as it will be this upcoming weekend, you know, where where you're into summer, the first thing you want to do is grab your tube and and head out and, and do some floating. Um, but the Boise River is running high, the Payette River is running high, and it's not advised that you do float the river. That would be your inner tube, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it's, just, it's just really dangerous. And keep in mind, even though the temperature will be sitting at mid-90s, the water temperature is still in the 40s. <laughs> yeah. Um, hypothermia is still a possibility. At that temperature, hypothermia sets in in about half an hour, where then all of a sudden your muscles stop working and uh, it just becomes very hard to swim. So keep that in mind. Um, other news this weekend uh, and going on through this week, as a matter of fact, if you had uh, tickets to the Idaho Shakespeare Festival opening weekend, which was last weekend for Ain't Misbehaven, Ain't Misbehaven, rather. Which, by the way, was not actually written by Shakespeare, but they do that every year. Yep. You're going to be disappointed. The company is pausing production uh, of the musical for the first week of its run, which was slated to start Friday. And uh, the marketing director, Hannah Reed Newbell, says the company is hoping to be back by this coming Friday, but they'll have to wait and see how things play out um, because of uh, COVID uh, within the company. I thought maybe that might be the case. Yep. Announcement comes as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has identified Ada County as one of four Idaho counties at high risk for community spread right now, driven by the Omicron variant and its subvariant BA2. The other counties, in case you're curious, are Elmore, Lewis, and Valley counties. The CDC recommends people in those counties, when indoors, 
wear masks and, enjoy, and, and avoid indoor gatherings as much as possible. So here we go again. Gotcha. Four counties in Idaho, uh, CDC, recommend that you wear masks. Now, if you had tickets for these canceled performances, festivals send an email with a link to a ticket processing form. You got a couple of options. You can options. You can exchange your tickets for an upcoming performance of Ain't Misbehaving, donate the value of your tickets back to the Idaho Shakespeare Festival, or request a refund of your ticket purchases. And of course, like I said, they will keep you updated as to whether or not um, the twenty fifth later this week they will begin again. Once again, it has to do with high COVID infections within the company. KBOI Newstime, 615. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you uh, want to get through to us this morning, you are encouraged to do so. Right now, it's time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, East Boise, just off Gowan, and in Meridian, just off Wells Avenue. Get into lunch today. Uh, they open up at 1030. We'll start with hockey today. There was a game to be played in Tampa Bay yesterday with the Colorado Avalanche leading the NHL Finals two games to nothing and the Lightning in a must-win situation. A rebound alive for Landeskog. He got tied up by Anthony Sorelli who busts out. The center ice penalty is up and here comes Sorelli across the line and Maroon. Let's look at Sorelli knifing in front. Sorelli! What a big goal for the Lightning! He just slid it underneath Kemper. And the Lightning have tied it at one with 6.57 left in the first. The Colorado Avalanche did lead off the game with the score, but as you heard there, the Tampa Bay Lightning tying it up at one apiece, and Tampa Bay was not done. Back for Stamkos, left circle. Center point, Hedman. Shoots! Off the post! Score! Perry on the rebound! A power play goal for the Lightning, and they made it 6-2 to two with 5.02 left in the second. So what do you know? Tampa Bay did want to play hockey in this series. It's 2-1 to one Colorado with the next game being played in Tampa Bay once again, and the Lightning will have a chance to tie up the series. Again, it was a 6-1 winner, the Lightning over the Avalanche in Game 3 of the NHL Finals. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Six twenty-four. Dow futures are up four hundred and eighteen points. Means we're back above thirty thousand again. At least as of right now. Yeah, it what probably it probably won't last. So I'm getting really pessimistic when it comes to the stock market simply because, well, every day I'm proven right. The um Standard and Poor and uh, NASDAQ both in bear territory. Um, Dow sits there and gets close to it and then goes back up like we're seeing 409 points as of today. Um, there um, was no uh, stock market yesterday. They were closed for the three-day weekend mm-hmm. uh, also yesterday. So uh, we'll get to keep an eye on it. Friday, they uh, ended the day up, although the week was uh, down. Jeremiah Bates will be with us coming up a little bit later this morning. Talk about your money. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, the other good news over the weekend, well, good news, not necessarily if you live here in uh, Idaho, but for the rest of the nation, gas prices went down a few cents a Did gallon. They? Did they really? Yeah. Uh, fell back below $5 a gallon, kind of. 
cents per gallon. But it was back. It was uh, the average price for the nation was up over five oh three a gallon uh, as of last week. Unfortunately for Idaho, um, another four cents increase over the weekend. Everybody else decided to uh, decrease, and so we thought we'd be different. Apparently, uh, five twenty four a gallon on my wow. way to work this morning. Five twenty four. So uh, that's four cents higher on the places that I passed this morning than what it was on Friday afternoon. So we did see an increase. Um, oil has been dropping uh, over the last week is the reason why gas prices have been mm-hmm. uh, dropping. Every time somebody in the United, the United States complains on Twitter about the price of gas, which is roughly every three to four seconds, uh, somebody in Europe comes on and says, yeah, would you like to be paying eight fifty <laughs> like we are? Well, uh, you, you could elect better uh, politicians so that you wouldn't have such high gas taxes. Of course, that's the same so, reason somebody why... Say, no, we can't. We have a king. We have such high gas prices in California, <laughs> by the way. Um, California, um, coming up next week, set to increase their gas tax by 5%. And the that'll be welcome with open arms, I'm sure. Governor was hoping to uh, kind of postpone that. However, the uh, legislature said, nope, going to increase by 5%. So their gas prices will go up uh, again next week. Governor Tiresome. I mean, Governor Newsom. Yeah. Yeah. So those gas prices will go up again next week for uh, Californians. The president, we'll talk more about this this morning, is going to make a decision this week. Could be within the next couple of days it's about time. on whether or not to take a gas tax holiday for the rest of the country. So this will be a federal gas tax holiday. I know we've been talking about it in Idaho, but this will be federal gas tax. Um, he'll make that announcement on whether or not uh, he wants to try to do that. Of course, that's something that has to be approved by Congress. He can't just say, hey, we're having a gas tax holiday. What, what, Congress he, will have to approve it. What are they calling this? The can't get blood out of a turnip plan? Mm, probably. Um, if you want to, is this a good idea or not? Because remember where gas taxes go. Yeah. Infrastructure. Well, they, they, with any luck, the government uses them for good things. Yeah. Um, is this something that you would like to see? I know everybody can go, oh yeah, it'd be great to have 18 cents a gallon less that we have to pay. That is the federal gas tax, by the way. So if you got a gas tax holiday, you'd see 18 cents a gallon less. Everybody, of course, would love that. But it comes at the expense of uh, roadways, bridges, right. and infrastructure. So uh, go ahead and weigh in on that if you would like. Uh, Mike at KBOI.com. Chris at KBOI.com right now. We'll take your phone calls and emails too. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 642. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. Phone lines are open. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. I know we're uh, going to be going into uh, sports here in uh, just a couple of minutes uh, with Rick Worthington, but a couple of uh, local sports things. This this won't make Boise State fans happy. They were already kind of uh, not happy that Emmanuel Acott had entered the transfer portal. You hear where he's going? No. Memphis. The ones we just lost. The ones we just lost to, yeah. So, uh, and, and, and not I guess even they must a have Power been, 5 program. I guess they must have been impressed with some of the team. I guess. Um, so, Emmanuel Acott officially uh, will be headed to uh, Memphis to play for Mem- Memphis next year. Um, too bad. 
love to see yeah. him come back and play one more year. Could have uh, really added to the team. Uh, also yesterday, um, I don't know if you saw this, and I don't know what the official was. I mean, this was not something that was widespread. I started hearing uh, rumors about this over the weekend and hadn't heard anything official. Still haven't heard anything official other than I have seen the pictures. Russell Wilson was here in town yesterday. Mm-hmm. I heard about that, too, but again, I haven't seen anything. Um, I don't know why he was in town, what the deal was. Somebody said it had something to do. Um, he, I think he's, is he with Alaska Airlines spokesperson? One of the airlines he's a spokesperson for, um, and I heard it had something what, to do with that. I don't know officially from, what it was. Flights from Seattle to Denver? I don't know. Um, but he was here. It was interesting. I saw pictures with all the quarterbacks from Boise State University. Uh, that he took a picture with. So he met with, he obviously must have met with at least some of the team while he was here yesterday. Yeah, apparently. The uh, interesting thing was every single quarterback at Boise State was uh, a couple of inches taller than Russell Wilson. <laughs> at least a couple of inches well, taller. Well, what's Wilson like? Uh, not even six feet, is he? Yeah, he's supposedly like 5'11. I don't think he's 5'11 mm-hmm. based on the pictures yesterday. Um, I mean, obviously, Boise State has a six-six quarterback that he just dwarfed Russell Wilson yesterday. But yeah. every single quarterback on the roster was taller than Russell Wilson, which just goes to show that, you know, I still believe. Unfortunately, he's not playing for Seattle, but uh, still think he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, you don't have to be six foot four, or six foot five to play quarterback in the NFL and be really good at it. No, nah, you have to be uh, six four, six five, six six to get noticed in college. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're good, if you're only about five eleven, six feet tall, uh, you will have a, a more difficult time getting uh, getting well getting appreciation from uh, NFL scouts. Well, and and proof from Russell Wilson, as good as he was in college, he still was a third round draft pick. And yeah. I think if you went back. And anybody who had a chance right now would take him over everybody else. And he was in the same class as Andrew Luck also. And I think I, I, I don't think you'd Andrew, see anybody take Andrew Luck now ahead of well, Russell Wilson either. Andrew Luck's already retired. I yeah. mean, he had a decent career. Yeah. KBOI News Time, 645. Let's get another check. There are uh, more sports going on. Um, let's get an update from Rick Worthington. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Once again, two locations to serve you, Meridian and East Boise. Check out their menu before you go. The all-new menu, over 30 sandwiches for you to choose from. Just go to fatguysfreshdeli.com. Well, we'd love to give you some Mariners highlights from yesterday, but the Mariners did not play on Monday. The hottest team in baseball, though, right now is the New York Yankees, who continue to get it done at the plate. 2-2 pitch to Rizzo is hit in the air, deep to right. Oh, forget that one. Shaken, not stirred. Adios, amigo. Anthony Rizzo stays red hot. The third hard-hit ball of the inning, and this one finds the seats in right. Rizzo puts the Yankees up one to nothing. And that's how the Yanks took a one nothing lead over the Rays on Monday. But the Yankees weren't done. Not by a long shot. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Deep. Margot back against the wall. That ball is off the wall. And Margot is down. The center fielder has to go retrieve the ball. Donaldson will score. Hicks will stop at third. And the Yankees take a 3-2 lead on a triple by Aaron Hicks. By the way, the Yankees would go on to score another run. The call there on WFAN. The Yankees beat the Rays by a score 4-2. to two. Now, why is that important? It's because the New York Yankees are the first team in the major leagues to win 50 games this season. The New York Yankees with the best record in baseball to this point. Other winners in baseball yesterday. The Mets were a 6 nothing winner over Miami. 
Pittsburgh defeat the Cubbies 12-1. Boston, they take down the Tigers 5-2. It was San Francisco that came up one short against Atlanta. That was a 2-1 winner for the Braves. Milwaukee, 2-zip against the Cards. Saw Kansas City beat the Angels 6-2. And the White Sox beat Toronto 8-7. I'm Rick Worthington. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. On the way for you uh, this morning, got a couple of things that you can win, so definitely a reason to lock in your speed dial at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We've got Jackson Country Stomp tickets coming up. Uh, Great country music starring Russell Dickerson. Special guest Lauren Elena, L.V. Shane, and Jackson Dean. That is happening this Friday night. Should be a beautiful night. Uh, upper 80s, Ford Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater. Uh, we have your free pair of tickets that we'll be giving away this morning and all this week. So listen in for that. We also have the Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. If you can answer our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question brought to you by... Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. As the market changes, you need the expert help of an expert realtor. Call today at 208-888-4128. Our question, how many times has the U.S. flag been changed since it was officially approved by Continental Congress on June 14, 1777? How many total variations have there been? If you know, stick around. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regions Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Jim Polo. Dr. Polo, good morning. Good morning. All right, doctor, I'm very interested to see where you go with our first topic this morning because you say you plan on uh, talking about a disconnect between what many of us say and what we do. Please explain. Well, I'd be happy to, and and this really should come as no surprise to anybody, but it really has to do with our diets and what we eat. What specifically is out of step about uh, what we say and do when it comes to food? Well, the problem is most Americans actually think they have a very healthy diet, when in reality, that's not the case. So a recent study studied 10,000 people, and they were asked to rate, you know, the health, health, uh, healthfulness of, the, of their diets. Then afterwards, they were asked to track for 24 hours what they actually ate. And when the researchers compared all the data, what it showed is that 85% of the people actually overestimated how wholesome their diets really were. So what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just completely change how and what we eat? Well, no, because generally when we try to change something very rapidly, it doesn't last very long. For example, when we say we're going to go on a diet, that's actually a bad way to start because it means you're going to do something temporarily. It's much better to change your whole mindset and think about what are the small steps that you're going to take to actually begin to change your diet. And that's when it becomes important to talk with your primary care doc. Figure out what are the things that you need to be eating from a nutritional perspective that are going to be important for you and your condition, and then make slow changes to get there over time. Now, this sounds almost too good to be true. A new report says uh, a little beer might be good for you. Well, it's very interesting. It's important to note, first of all, that this is a small study that evaluated a very specific benefit from beer, and it was a small one that involved just small amounts of of Lager to include 
uh, a variety of non-alcoholic varieties. And, and here's what they found. So first of all, our, our GI tract, our, our gastrointestinal system, has its own microbiome full of all kinds of bacteria that help with digestion and absorption of nutrients and so forth. And what this study found was modest amounts of drinking beer actually improved the diversity of the bacteria in the gut. And that's healthy. So what about people like uh, me who like the idea of a healthier gut but don't necessarily case uh, care for the taste of beer? Are we just out of luck? <laughs> no, actually, you're in luck because as it turns out, there are some other things that will boost your microbiome. So, for example, you can try kimchi, sauerkraut, ginger, onions, or garlic. In fact, you can put garlic on everything and your gut my microbiome will improve. Well, that is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Jim Polo, thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. Thank you. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Ten minutes after seven. Good morning. Thanks for listening in. Going to pay off for you uh, if you're listening in. Stick around with us. We have uh, tickets to the Jackson's Country Stomp coming up this coming Friday. Great outdoor uh, concert. Weather is going to cooperate as of right now, looking at uh, temperatures uh, pretty much all this week, 80s and 90s. By uh, Sunday, it's looking to be about 95. But uh, Friday night for that concert, you're probably going to be in the uh, 80s. Upper 70s for that uh, concert. Might, might very well be pleasant. We'll have a chance for you to win those tickets, so stick around for that. 208-336-3700. Promise we'll give those away uh, sometime here within the next uh, 90 minutes, so your chance to win that. We've already told you they have the $50 gift certificate we're giving away to the uh, Deja Brew Bistro, which, by the way, if you're going, what is that? It's the Deja Brew Lafalate. They just changed their name. Yeah. Made it a little, a little bit shorter. Same location, downtown Meridian. Uh, that's where we'll be broadcasting for the Hometown Breakfast coming up this Friday. That is our sweet deal of the week this Friday. And that is what we are giving away once again for our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question all this week. $50 gift certificates for you. See this story last week. We didn't get a chance to get to this Friday. I wanted to, but we got uh, busy with the show on Friday. Um, kind of surprising. Uh, Geico. Um, it has been ordered to award a $5.2 million settlement to a woman who caught an STD from a man while having sex in his car. What does that have to do with Geico? Geico insured the car. Yeah, you're, you're looking at me just incredulous as I was <laughs> when I heard this story. I have, I have read most of, of my own insurance policy, and I'm going to say my company doesn't cover that. You may be surprised. <laughs> I, I imagine I would, because I didn't think Geico would cover it either. Geico claimed that they didn't cover it, that they have nothing to do with a woman and a man having sex in a car, and that... Uh, I, I pretty much would have to agree with them. Catching an STD... Is not covered in their car policies. Seems to me that uh, insurance or the insurance company might have a rule that uh, if if you are using a car the way it is properly supposed to be used and something bad happens, we will insure that. But this isn't one of those times. I want to reiterate: she did not catch the STD from the car or from Geico. 
She alleged that because her partner failed to take proper precautions and infected her inside the insured car, her HPV infection should be covered by the auto policy. An arbitrator, yeah, I, I, somewhere there's a drop in logic between those two sentences. An arbitrator uh, with the Jackson County Circuit Court found in favor of the woman. The Missouri Court of Appeals deferred to the arbitrator and refused to overturn the previous findings. At the time of Geico's intervention, liability and damages had been determined by an arbitrator and confirmed by trial court. Geico had no right to relitigate those issues, the court said, so they failed to overturn. The court wrote in its decision that Geico may have been able to avoid the payout if they had just defended the woman's sexual partner, the owner of the insured car. Instead, they chose to deny coverage. Their path of legal recourse was compromised. By the way, um, I originally, I don't think it was compromised at all. I think they probably were surprised at how stupid this was. Originally, um, the plaintiff had asked for $1 million, but that was rejected by Geico. I bet they wish they could go back now and go, you know what, can, can we just go back to that million dollars instead of the $5.2 million? What's going to be interesting is um, this probably is going to go to the Supreme Court. Well, it, it it should because, you know, it, it feels ridiculous. I mean, if this stands, it's like anybody who, you know, maybe gets an STD. Maybe, maybe you're at your boyfriend's house and you catch an STD or you're at your girlfriend's house and you catch an STD. You can sue their homeowner's insurance policy because it should be covered. That doesn't seem right. None of this seems right. If I were working for the insurance companies, I'd start promoting camping. How much do you want to bet that every insurance company right now is busy writing up a new policy for everybody that says that STDs are not covered by their insurance policy? It'll start with, except for this. No, I just find that ridiculous. It's not just ridiculous. This is just stupid. But, once again, I mean, we're not lawyers. We just like to play them on the radio. That would be like if I I sent them my my eye doctor bill and and said, I was reading a book in the back seat and I got eye strain. Mm -hmm. And this is your fault, Geico. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Stock market continues to be up. We'll check in with Jeremiah Bates after the long weekend as we get ready to uh, open up the stock market in a few minutes. Right now, though, let's get another update on what's going on with sports this morning with Rick Worthington, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and in East Boise. Get in today. If you've never been there, you owe yourself to get in and find out why they have been rated the number one deli in the state of Idaho. Good morning. NFL mini camps are underway over the last couple of weeks and again this week. One of the teams that has already completed one of their mini camps is the Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of eyes on Patrick Mahomes to see how healthy he is coming into this season. Mahomes stepped up to talk to reporters and had this to say. Just being in better shape, I think, would be the best thing. Uh, the best thing about it is uh, whenever you come off an injury, I mean, you try to stay in shape, you try to ride the bike or do whatever you can especially with the foot injury, but it's hard to kind of get that running in and uh, to get that sprinting in. And I feel like now I'm at a better point than I was last year as far as explosiveness um, and uh, conditioning-wise. So uh, definitely uh, that that's helped out a lot, and hopefully I can keep it, that momentum going forward towards the season. One of the things that also came from camp was Patrick Mahomes talking about his former teammate Tyreek Hill, who is now, by the way, with Miami Dolphins. But Hill had said some things that were a little critical of not only Patrick Mahomes but of the Chiefs. 
I'm surprised a, a little um, just because I feel like we, we love Tyreek here. We've always loved him. We still love him. I saw him out at Formula One in Miami um, and everything like that. But, um, I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with trying to get his podcast some some stuff and get it rolling. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely I still love Tyreek. He's a one-of-a-kind player. Um, but uh, as you know, in Coach Reed's offense, it takes the whole team. I mean, this offense was rolling before I got here. This offense was rolling when I was a young Cowboy fan watching the Eagles beat up on the Cowboys. So, I mean, it's a it's an offense that's more than one player, and that includes myself. Now, basically, Hill suggested in his podcast that, among other things, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes might struggle without him and that he was underused last season in Kansas City. By the way, Hill led the Chiefs with a career-high 111 catches in 2021. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 724, Jeremiah Bates with us this morning to talk about your money after a three-day weekend. The Dow will uh, look like it's going to be opening up uh, over 400 points to the good as of right now. Ahead of the opening, looks like all three indexes will be up this morning, uh, maybe starting out a much better week than last week. Uh, the, there's something else I'd like to talk about, though. Uh, big company uh, shares uh, are jumping this morning on uh, some business plans. You want to talk about uh, that? Yeah, who, whoever said too much of a good thing is a bad thing, or cer- certainly weren't paying attention to Kellogg's. So there, so news came out this morning, and shares are certainly benefiting from this news. They're up almost six percent in pre-market trading, and Kellogg's uh, essentially plans to separate into three independent public companies. So essentially, they're just going to section off their their kind of iconic brands. So they're going to have a, a snack section. They're going to have a cereal section. Then, interestingly yeah. enough, they're going to uh, they do have a bit of a exposure to the plant based food business as well. They're going to section that off, and it looks like they're more of uh, inclined to look to sell that arm. But it's really interesting because if you look at them, you know what kind of what's the idea of them splitting off? At least from what their CEO was coming out and saying is that it really allows them to just focus, uh, really direct their focus on those individual categories, right? And really interesting too, because uh, he kind of said that there's more level for innovation, say in the cereal space, because they don't have to compete with the with the other categories, like they're snacking as far as funding, right? So me being a Frosted Flakes fan and a Frosted Mini Wheats fan, <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited to see where this goes. More innovation in the cereal space, right? I think it's great. But you know, bottom line is if you look at uh, Kellogg's as far as its performance as a stock this year. Year to date, it's up almost 5%. It's one year return. So if you go back to this point in time last year till now, it's up over 10%. So it just kind of shows you that this uh, consumer staple stocks, right? Just think of uh, companies that are provide basic goods that people need to buy to support their everyday lives. Kellogg certainly falls in that category. And when you're talking about, you know, recession conversations, inflation conversations, and people trying to pull back their discretionary spending, generally the companies like Kellogg's, they're, they're non-cyclical, meaning no matter what the environment's doing, it generally stays steady in returning profits because people want their products. All right. As I said, uh, looking ahead here in the next few minutes, looks like all the indexes will be uh, starting the day at, uh, off at least. And as we've seen for the last six months, anything starting can the day. That's the key yeah, word <laughs> throughout the day. But it looks like as of right now, Dow's up over 400 points. We'll get an update from you here in about an hour and talk to you uh, once again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents.
Download the 670-KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 741, stick around. We have uh, tickets still on the way here within the next hour or so for the Jackson's Country Stop coming up Friday night, Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Once again, if you want to get, make sure you get your tickets, you can get your tickets, ictickets.com. But we have a free pair we're giving away. Russell Dickerson, special guest, Lauren Elena, LV Shane, Jackson Dean, all on the way. We'll be giving these tickets all the way this week. Uh, but this morning we have uh, a pair coming up here sometime within the next hour. So lock in your speed dial, 208-336-3700. If you have a Verizon wireless, pound 670 to be able to call. Not now. We'll tell you when to be calling number six to pick those up. Every year that's a, such a big party. It's uh you know, it lasts for several hours. Mm-hmm. And weather looks like it's going to cooperate, looking like great weather. Today, first day of summer. Finally, we're having that summer weather. This is the way it should work. You don't get summer weather until summer starts. Not like last year, starting on June 1st, where you hit 100 degrees. Right. Yeah. Um, still, we may get close to 100 later this week. Uh, upper 90s, a possibility, but still not 100. And I'm good with that. <laughs> Last year, I, I told you I like it when it's seventy-five all the time. Last year, um, we had told you about the new state law in Oregon uh, to decriminalize hard drugs, and how, we had mentioned how stupid we thought it was. Um, we took phone calls from people who thought that it was ridiculous that you would decriminalize drugs to try and make drug use better. Well, now that it's been in effect for a little while, um, what we predicted has come to fruition in Oregon. Um, decriminalizing drug use of drugs like meth, cocaine, fentanyl has made drug use worse in Oregon and not better. Has it? Um, where do we Representative get the- Lily Morgan oh. from Grants Pass, Oregon says, say, where do we get those stats? In my community, a 700% increase in overdoses and a 120% increase in deaths has occurred since this went into effect. How long do we wait before we have an impact that is actually saving lives? Because this isn't working. When the voters of Oregon passed Measure 110, we did so because it was a change of policy in Oregon to improve the lives of people to improve our communities. In the years since, we haven't seen that play out. Instead, in many communities in Oregon, we've seen the problem with drug addiction get much, much worse. I thought it was just to to make sure that the jails wouldn't be overcrowded. No, they were trying to uh, make it so that uh, people would get help because the help that they would get. If they um, they get arrested, they don't get get thrown into jail. They they have their drugs taken away from them. That's one thing that still happens. And then they are... Uh, recommended to go to rehab, and that's about it, right? right? So if they agree to go to uh, rehab, then... No sentence. No no sentence. However, only a tiny fraction of people have actually used the availability of getting drug help. Apparently rehab's still not free. Well, it is free for them. Oh, it is? Yeah. So it's free for them because all the money is that that pays for this whole thing comes from the taxes on marijuana in the state of Oregon. So that's how the uh, state's legal marijuana industry uh, was used to uh, use for a treatment program to hopefully get these people um, not hooked on marijuana. The people that are hooked on hard drugs, like get them off meth and things like that, all all the hard drugs. Um, So apparently um, 
it has shown since they started this new law that it isn't coming close to even working. It's just made the problem even worse. So it'll be interesting to watch if the legislature will say, all right, look, we screwed up. We have proof now that it's not working. Uh, let's have put a new bill that puts an end to the old bill. I, I, I just don't, I don't see how they, in the beginning, why they thought that this would actually work. But when you see, as the uh, Republican senator, or representative Lily Morgan of Grants Pass said, 700% increase in overdoses, 120% increases in death since it started a year ago. That's just in Grants Pass? That's them? just they, in Grants Pass. Do they have any other cities? Uh, that's just the one that was mentioned in the story. But, mm. I mean, you have one city... And you see a 700% increase in overdoses. Something's going on. KBY News Time, 745-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, we'll take a break here for sports. Our final check with Rick Worthington, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Telly. Get into uh, Meridian or East Boise today, just off of uh, Gallon or in Boise off Wells Avenue, and find out why. Once again, Fat Guys Fresh Deli has been voted the number one deli in the state of Idaho. We'll start with hockey today. There was a game to be played in Tampa Bay yesterday with the Colorado Avalanche leading the NHL Finals two games to nothing and the Lightning in a must-win situation. A rebound alive for Landeskog. He got tied up by Anthony Sorelli who busts out to center ice. Penalty is up and here comes Sorelli across the blind and Maroon. Left circle Sorelli knifing in front. Score! Sorelli! What a big goal for the Lightning! He just slid it underneath Kemper. And the Lightning have tied it at one with 6.57 left in the first. The Colorado Avalanche did lead off the game with the score, but as you heard there, the Tampa Bay Lightning tying it up at one apiece, and Tampa Bay was not done. Back for Stamkos, left circle. Center point, Hedman. Shoots! Off the post! Score! Perry on the rebound! A power play goal for the Lightning, and they made it 6-2 to two with 5.02 left in the second. So what do you know? Tampa Bay did want to play hockey in this series. It's 2-1 to one Colorado with the next game being played in Tampa Bay once again, and the Lightning will have a chance to tie up the series. Again, it was a 6-1 winner, the Lightning over the Avalanche in Game 3 of the NHL Finals. I'm Rick Worthington. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53, good morning. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for being a part of the show. And remember, you can always be more of a part of the show by calling us at 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-5264. That's toll-free from wherever you might be listening this morning, or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. Email chris at kbui.com. You can also text the same as our main number, 208-336-3700. President Biden has said that he will decide uh, sometime this week on whether or not to ask for a tax holiday. He hopes to make that decision on the gas tax holiday by the end of the week as the administration looks for ways to ease record fuel prices in the midterm election year. He is considering a pause on federal gas tax, which some lawmakers in his party have pushed for, for a way to reduce prices at the pump. The gas tax adds about 18.4 cents total per gallon of gasoline. For diesel, it would be 24.3 cents a gallon. 
right now, if they cut the 18 cents, uh, Idaho's would, in many places, still be over five bucks a gallon. Right? Most places over five dollars. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. The average price for Idaho, this is for the state, is five seventeen. Um, that's the average for the entire state. So there are some places that would drop below four, but for instance, Treasure Valley would still be um, above five bucks because we're we're right now at about five twenty to five twenty four a gallon. We should figure out some way to drop it about two fifty a gallon. That would be sweet. Yes, it would. Go back to last year. That's what it was it'd a year be, ago. It'd be sweet and crude. About a half a tank less. Uh, left before I have to fill up again. My last time I filled up was $91 Wow, for my 16-gallon tank. Um, I am hoping, beyond hope, that I don't get to $100 for one tank for my car. I have a car, not an SUV. Mm-hmm. My wife drives uh, an SUV who takes 22 gallons. Hers is well over $100 every time she fills up right now. The uh, Energy Secretary, Jennifer uh, Granholm, said on the uh, CNN State of the Union this weekend that part of the challenge with the gas tax, of course, is that it funds roads, and we just did a big infrastructure bill to help fund the roads. If we remove the gas tax, that takes away the funding that was just passed by Congress to be able to do that, she said. Well, that's, 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 uh, that's politics, isn't it? Kind of. So uh, my, my question out there, um, nothing scientific. I'm just curious because... You know, when I hear this, it's like, yeah, I'd love to have, pay 18 cents a gallon less, but it does come at a cost. Maybe not a cost of your personal pocketbook, but it comes at a cost yeah. of in, improving roadways, bridges, railways, and things that the gas tax is designed for. So my question is this. It's 18 cents. Are you willing to, you know, take advantage of that 18 cents in exchange for losing the money to improve improve our roadways uh no no idea how long the vacation would last if it would last through the end of the year my guess would be he'd want it to last through midterms in november would be my guess i'm just guessing here 208-336-3700 i think when the situation gets dire uh, you know if you've got to do something if you are the federal government to uh, try to ease what people are paying if this is the best they can do yeah, well i'll take it 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, is this something you want to see? Do you want to see a gas tax holiday, federal holiday, 18 cents? Um, that's We'll hear later this week whether he will be doing that, but uh, he is expected to make that announcement over the next few days. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com. Get 670-KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670-KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670-KBOI. Now, back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. On the way in 20 minutes, we have a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro Lunch breakfast, dinner. That's what we're going to be broadcasting live for the Hometown Breakfast coming up this Friday. But you have a chance to win a free $50 gift certificate from us this morning in 20 minutes. If you can answer our question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. The real estate market is changing. You need an expert that knows the changes and can help you through it. 208-888-4128. How many times has the U.S. flag been changed since it was officially approved by the Continental Congress on June 14, 1777? How many total variations have there been to the U.S. flag? If you know the answer, stick around. You can win.
and Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. Allen 670 if you have a Verizon wireless. Easy to get through. Also toll-free 1-800-529-5264. It's the same as our main number. Uh, that's the way to get through on text at 208-336-3700. You can also email chris at kboy.com. Mike at kboy.com. Just an update on the uh, stock market. The uh, Dow up over 500 points this morning. NASDAQ up over 300 points. Standard & Poor up 90 points. So at least so far, I know it's early in the day, but uh, so far this week, because they were closed yesterday, uh, the stock market was, we're off to uh, a positive start for the Good. first few hours of the week. So, so far today, we still haven't plunged into depression. Yes, like we did last week. I mean, not, you know, as a country. Still taking your phone calls this morning. Just curious what you think. Uh, President Bo- Joe, Joe Biden has um, announced that he will make an announcement this week on whether or not to seek a federal gas tax holiday that would mean 18 cents a gallon off your uh, gasoline prices. If you have diesel, it would be 24 cents a gallon uh, off. Is this a good good idea? Do you, do you want to see this? 208-336-3700. Rick and Payette, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. How you guys doing? Good. Enjoy listening to your show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, hey, uh, you guys a couple weeks ago had a couple Democrats come in with some harebrained ideas, uh, taking 35 cents a gallon off and it cost and taking it right out of our budget surplus that we had mm-hmm. that's recall that, that's still on the table by the way the the governor has not weighed in on i don't believe yet on whether or not that that would be something that would be taken off the table as of yet well i got one better for him uh that ain't gonna pass because those two parties don't know what hand to wipe with so uh <laughs> the you just have the Republicans go in and say, "Hey, let's just take let's take a half a billion out of that surplus." And I, you know, I'm I'm no math major. You know, Payette does, you know has produced a couple road scholars, but I ain't want, wasn't one of them. But uh, I know it take it over a buck a gallon and do it for the people, and I think it would help out a lot. I mean, I just thought, and that would get the Republicans. I think they could get they they join that legislative session right now to get something like that going for us. Make any sense? Who were yeah. the, who yeah. were the, when did we have Democrats on? I don't remember that. Um it was a story that about 2 weeks ago Democrats were calling for a special oh. session of the legislature to um it was in the specifically news, we didn't have any people talk back yeah. interviewed on the station. Okay. Oh, I think I think was, Nate Shellman Nate Shellman talked to oh, uh, did he? one of one of the you uh, might have because yeah. I, I just listened to you got KBOI so that might we may, we well we may have uh, yeah we may have run it in uh, the interview in the morning time I think he had one of the legislators who was uh, talking about wanting to do it on his show and then we uh, played a couple of portions of it so yeah you probably did hear him here on the station so you would and you would all be the rest of the states got oh sorry you would be for this if I'm talking federal. Or state, either one. You oh, would be sure. for this, okay? Sure, sure. Yeah, and I think the states, you know, depending on how financially, you know, like us having a surplus, how many other ones would, and how how much they could they could do for their states to even do better until they could get this figured out. You know, I know it's just more than you know Biden not letting the XL line go. I know there's a lot of rich oil companies that are just greedy boogers that are. 
just making bank off their stock right now and don't need don't really need to do a whole lot. That's just like when they shut off the stock market dang dear when the price tanked during COVID. You know, or, I, yeah, I just, or anytime they, uh, you know, there's something that if if it starts to drop too fast, there's something that kicks in that says stop trading now. They close down the uh, trade. Right. Thank you for the call, yeah, Rick. Yeah. Appreciate the input. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We're still sure. up over 500. That's nice. Mm-hmm. 40, uh, 40 minutes in. Gene uh, writes in, says, Hi, Mike. My first question with a ga- gas tax holiday is, will they double it when it comes back into effect? For example, in 2020, Trump did something similar with Social Security tax. It was deferred for three months to help people when it was uh, taken out. Double to make up for it after the new year. Nothing is ever free, and there is always a catch. Yeah, if that's the case, then I'm probably not as... as- as gung-ho about it as I was a few minutes ago. <laughs> uh, Wayne writes in, gas tax suspension is the wrong move. This is a supply issue and does nothing that addresses the problem. It only removes revenue and will increase demand as price decreases. Biden needs to quit lying that he is doing all he can. He has created and supported many barriers to the creation of uh, hydrocarbons. Putin has some effect, but Biden's policies inherited or initiated many of the problems, and he is not willing to solve the problem. He will be going to, uh, he announced to um, oil companies with CEOs. He's planning on meeting with the big CEOs, oil companies, and, uh, or oil, big oil company CEOs this week. And he wants an explanation how they justify making $35 billion during the first quarter of 2022. <laughs> um, however, they're, uh, you know, it, it's going to be pretty easy for them to give an answer to that. Uh, because, oh, I, I know the answer. Because we can. Well, then they lost $100 billion, over $100 billion in 2020. So it, at some point, they've got to make that money back. Um, the president is also pushing for them to increase exploration and drilling. That also costs money. That has to be money from somewhere. The federal government isn't giving them money to go out and increase uh, exploration and, and drilling. That's because they're private businesses. Right. And that's the, I mean, that's the way capitalism works. You know, I mean, when, seriously, when, if you're going to make $350 billion, maybe you could put some of it back into drilling. Well, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. And they're also paying for the hundreds of billions of dollars they lost in 2020 because of COVID when gas prices went to below a dollar or below zero. Well, the biggest problem was people weren't going anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, they didn't rush and the you know, federal government didn't rush in and go, oh, my gosh, you guys lost hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, we need to get you some tax dollars to uh, help alleviate that problem. It's not how capitalism works. Um, gas companies, oil companies are not federalized, so they operate profit losses, make up for their losses, try to make profits for their shareholders. Um, and that's the way it's supposed to work. If they go broke, they go broke. Federal just, government just doesn't come rushing in and go, oh, yeah. my gosh, ExxonMobil's going broke. we got to save them. I was just thinking about vacations. Last year, last summer, we went you know, to the Oregon coast after having gone nowhere for mm-hmm. about two years because of COVID. And uh, I was just thinking how nice that was to be walking on the beach. And then I remembered there were people on the beach that were walking along. We weren't one of them because it didn't occur to us to do this. But there were people who were uh, walking down the beach and had masks on. Outside? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right next to the ocean, so I, I suppose better safe than sorry, but we hadn't really considered that a walk on the beach re- required that. Brad and Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Do you want a gas tax holiday? 
Uh, I, I would like to see a gas tax holiday. I would prefer to see gasoline priced where it should be based on the barrel price of oil. Uh, as to the amount of money that the big oil companies lost in 2020, according to Forbes, $76 billion, not a hundred, not hundreds of billions. Um, exploration is there. Production is there. It's currently refining. Um they, they shut down several refineries and scaled back uh, production because of the pandemic. And it, the refineries aren't being brought back online. And that's where your problem lies here in this country. At uh, 120 and change per barrel, gasoline should be down around 375, 380 max. I agree with and that. I, I, I think it should be 250 max. Well, it, that that would that would leave no profit. Uh, there's got to be some some wiggle room for profit. The fact that oil's trading or gas is trading at over four dollars a gallon is disgusting. Uh, my family's been in the independent oil business since the 1940s. Um, we've been sinking wells for the last four years, even under the Biden administration. Uh, they're producing. They're you know. It, if you go to the government's uh, website for oil production, you'll see that, that they're still bringing it up out of the ground. The problem is our types of oil. Most of the oil here in the United States is is a heavier, higher sulfur content. It's not a light, sweet crude, so it's harder to refine into gasoline. Most of it's got industrial uses like lubrication, uh, asphalt, so on and so forth. And... I just, I, I hate hearing things that aren't factual. You know, it, it's something that the Republicans are really good at trying to plant, plant the blame on Biden when none of what they're claiming is actually true. Well, we kind of see that with every single president. Yeah, no no doubt. Yeah. To, no to, doubt. Di- to different degrees. Yeah. I just, I just wish the American public would would take the time to get themselves better informed, so they actually know what they're talking. It just, yeah, the Keystone XL pipeline was shut down. Well, uh, in, in all fairness, done- it was never opened. Yeah. Well, no, no is, oil actually of- ran through the new pipeline that was shut down. Um, there is still a Keystone pipeline. Yes, and. And oil, and oil that, still runs through that. Yes, and the problem that people don't seem to understand is it's heavy tar sands, and most of it's being shipped to China. It's it, there. There would be absolutely no boost to domestic production if the Keystone XL pipeline were producing was was pumping oil. But meantime, we need more refineries. Correct. All right. Thank you for the call, Brad. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk more about this. Give your input. Do you want to see a uh, tax holiday on uh, gasoline taxes federally? Is it a good idea? Go ahead and share. You can email Chris at KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. We'll get back to more of your phone calls uh, and emails coming up. On the way next, though, we've got a $50 gift certificate to give away for Deja Brew Bistro. Uh, your chance to win that with Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question coming up after traffic. 
Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Our question today, $50 gift certificate uh, is up for grabs. Deja Brew Bistro and Denise is going to get first crack at it today. Denise, how many times has the U.S. flag been changed since it was officially approved by the Continental Congress in uh, June of 1777? How many total variations have there been? 26. So close. Not it. Keep trying. 208-336-3700. Uh, John, how many variations of the U.S. flag since June 14, 1777 have there been? 27. There have been 27, yes. Denise was just one off. Sorry, Denise. 27 total variations. Congratulations. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew bistro hang on the line don't forget we're going to be at deja brew bistro coming up friday morning for our hometown breakfast this will every, be the- um, every now and then you see a movie that's set in like the 1880s and they're carrying an american flag and it has all 50 stars on it and you yeah, know that's, that, that's, that's, that's not true. that's that's not right <laughs> no i mean the, the in the movie they are yeah but actually back in the 1880s they weren't yeah um we've got uh deja brew uh bistro gift certificates to give away all this week. It's Deja Brew week, so we've got the gift certificates to give away all week. Friday morning at 9 a.m., uh, we have uh, the Sweet Deal of the Week, KBY Sweet Deal of the Week, where you get a $50 gift certificate for only $25. It's half price. Just be ready to go to KBY.com to get in on that. And then, as I mentioned, we're going to be uh, broadcasting live for our hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. That will be coming up here Friday morning, once again, 6 until 10. They open up at 7 o'clock. Check out their menu. You've got a lot of new menu items. Uh, can't wait to try those out. Deja Brew Bistro coming up this Friday. Keep listening. Uh, we'll get back to your phone calls and emails asking the question, would you like to see a gas tax holiday, federal gas tax holiday? Biden is weighing that out. We'll announce later this week whether he will seek that or not. What it means to you is 18 cents off per gallon of gas, 24 cents per gallon of diesel. Uh, do you want to see that? And, and I know it's easy to say, oh, well, yeah, that's less money. But once again, it comes at a cost. It would come at a cost of that money would come from money ear tagged for our infrastructure, railroads, roadways, bridges, things like that. Is this something you want to see? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Look at that. We're uh, a little over an hour into the uh, stock market being open this morning. And uh, everything is still up. Over 500 points on the Dow. Standard & Poor up 95 points. Why would it be teasing us like this? Dow up 550, NASDAQ 335 points. We're off to a good start. Just hurry up and crash, for God's sake. <laughs> Stop it. I, I can't Stop. stand it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through this morning, just asking the question. Um, from the story, uh, Joe Biden says he will decide on a federal gas tax holiday 
by the uh, end of this week, which would mean 18 cents a gallon if you uh, drive a gasoline-powered vehicle, 24 cents a gallon if you drive diesel, and just asking the question, do you want to see this? I mean, there there is a cost to this, and it comes in exchange for there wouldn't be as much money for infrastructure, bridges, roadways, railways, things like that, which we just passed a, passed a $1.9 trillion infrastructure bill. So mm-hmm. basically that money would then be given back to us instead of going for infrastructure to improve our roads um, as a uh, holiday for gas. Don't know how long the holiday would last. If it is something that Biden will go after, um, it would, we do know it would be 18 cents. So here in Idaho, that would knock it back to close to $5 a gallon. But would you like to see this gas tax holiday knowing that it does come at an, an, an expense? Jesse and Nampa, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. So I just wanted to say no, I don't think we should have a gas tax holiday. And I kind of think that or feel that it's a huge insult to our intelligence as, um, you know, consumers of gasoline in this country to think that we would all be happy if I were to fill up my truck and, you know, spend $170 filling it up just so I can save $6. I mean, $6 on $170 to me, I don't really care. You know, if you're worried about that and you're already forking over that kind of money, then maybe you got some bigger problems, you know. What I want to see is it to go down a dollar, a dollar and a quarter, not 18 cents. And it's temporary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do I really want a few more potholes in the ground so I can tear my tires up over this? No. So, yeah, I don't feel like the gas tax is a, is a good idea. But, you know, with a flailing government as we have, they're refusing to really address the problem. You know, they're just pulling at every string they can find, hoping that there's some poor sucker out there that says, yeah, let's get the gas tax holiday, you know? Yeah. Well, you gotta you got to remember that, you know, it is a – Midterm election year, so, um, you know, trying to also so, do everything that so they can to... Temporary fixes are quite popular. <laughs> yeah, with with more than just the, the uh, gas tax holiday. Thank you for the call, Jesse. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Matt in Caldwell uh, writes in, Mike at KBOI.com, uh, this president causes this ridiculous gas price and then says he's going to fix it. Who even cares about 18 cents a gallon anymore? Are people dumb enough to believe the gas companies won't just add that 18 cents right back in a couple of days time wake up morons navy nick says mother earth shall dictate the oil dilemma if people only knew what it takes to get a gallon of gas to the pump the earth uses sixty thousand gallons of fuel a minute do the math it is not sustainable do not lower the price drive less well i've been doing that but there is a point where you can only drive less to a certain point Unless you want to quit your job, I guess then you could really quit driving altogether. However, you won't be living very long. Yeah. Or you could quit doing something else and yeah. you know, just keep your job. Uh, Wayne writes in, we need to get to the root of the issue. Information and discussion on the Biden administration and their promotion of ESG policies will inform all of us why oil producers are having a hard time increasing supply. George writes in uh, about a call we had about half, a, half an hour ago. He says, good for Brad. He brought receipts and sanity to the oil conversation. Thank you, George. 
Uh, Idaho Boy writes, so a government-regulated gas blend is more costly, a countrywide shutdown at the behest of federal bureaucrats that causes gas companies to shutter refineries that they don't then reopen to engineer production bottlenecks and fleece the country. Color me surprised. It's almost like government is incompetent at their job and cronyism is alive and well, but hey, anyone but Trump, right, guys? It's nice to hear the government is almost incompetent. That's a, a better compliment than we usually get for the government. <laughs> Uh, hey, you're, you're, you're not, almost you're not incompetent. Wrong. Yeah, you're not or incompetent. <laughs> Can't even say it now. You're, you're not fully incompetent, but you're pretty close. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take more of your phone calls and emails coming up. Uh, first, though, as promised, Jackson's Country Stomp is coming your way uh, this coming Friday night, Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater, the Ford Center Idaho Outdoor Amphitheater. Caller number six, we've got tickets for you right now. These are absolutely free if you're calling number six right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Caller six, you're going to be going to the Jackson's Country Stomp Outdoor Concert. Going to be a beautiful night under the stars. Your chance to win right now if you're calling number six. Dial carefully. Good luck. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.52. Congratulations. Uh, got a uh, winner. Just lost his name. What was his name again? Say it into the microphone so everybody can hear you. <laughs> Marty Blancett. There you go. Marty Blancett, congratulations. Got a pair of tickets to Jackson's Country Stomp. Coming up Friday night, uh, Ford Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater. We have more tickets we'll be giving away all this week, so listen in. If you want to go absolutely free, we'll be giving those away. Nate Shulman has uh, chances for you to win coming up this afternoon also. Curtis writes in and says, Just something Washington can pat themselves on the back for, thinking they did something. You know... (laughs) You you may not be too far off the mark um, there. Joe Biden's approval rating um, has hit a new low. As a matter of fact, he is the now officially the least popular president in modern history. Yes, even less popular than Trump. But with completely different people. Biden's disapproval rating is at 53.7%, according to poll analyzer 538 which takes a average of dozens of surveys. Biden's approval rating, which has been declining steadily since August of last year, hit an all-time, all-new low of 39.7%. You know what I'd be curious about? Uh, what, what it would be like. I mean, all things considered, if, if, the, uh, if the only thing different was that with gas was you know, around $2 a gallon, which would be great, uh, what would his rating be if that were the case? How many people are basing it solely on the fact that gas prices are out of control and other prices as well? Yeah. I, I was going to say, well, I, I think it would be hard to not see, because if you took away the gas prices and put them back to $2, I don't think you'd see inflation where it's at, right? Because right now, everything hits inflation. You know, uh, yeah. everything's shipped shipping, by diesel. Shipping costs more for everything. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think you'd see I- inflation much less awesome. I'm just wondering if that's the one problem that if it were actually solved, where everybody would say, yeah, yeah, it's okay, and things are fine. I think it would be uh, a definite step in the right way if gas prices were back to $2 a gallon. Because like I said, you'd see, diff- you'd see other prices also coming back in line. 
Doug B. says, what does Democrats plus dementia plus Biden equals devastation to America? I think that was actually more of a statement than a question. Yeah, I don't think that. that even if you put a question mark on that, that, that sounds like a question. Yeah. By the way, if you're wondering um, you know, how far this poll goes back, um, it goes all the way back. They started keeping track during the Truman administration. That's how long this has been going on, this particular poll that takes a, a total of uh, a bunch of the other polls together. Isn't it, isn't it funny that they, they started the popularity poll uh, at the same time that people started buying televisions? Mm-hmm. Kind of a coincidence, or not. Do you like the president? I don't know. What does he look like? <laughs> um. No, I just forgot the point that I was going to make. Um, <laughs> My grandmother used to say, must have been a lie then. Must, Yeah, must have been a lie, or must not have been very important anyway. <laughs> Steve Martin. It <laughs> must not have been very important. Um, but, I mean, you you do make a good point. If if you take any one of these, if he, if he could even point to one thing and, and say, hey, look, look what's happened. I mean, you've got so many things that are, you know, in – can looked at negatively by the public. Mm-hmm. Um, although stock market today just Dow just went over six hundred um, so far today, uh, I guess you can start to point to that. So um, except that we're still down about what are we down seven thousand? Yeah, we were up to from what our, we were up what to forty. Used to be. Did we close forty? We didn't. We didn't get. To we didn't four, pass we didn't forty. Pass we got to forty. Far. We got very close. Didn't the thirty-eight, pass thirty-nine, 40. but yeah. we're down to thirty thousand yeah. now with the Dow. Um, did, you, did you see him um, fall off his bike this weekend? Yeah. And see that—that's why I don't ride bikes anymore. Uh, he started, to, you know, to to lean onto that one side, couldn't get, couldn't get the uh, shoe out of the pedal in time, and went straight to the ground. Yeah, he didn't crash. He just he fell off his bike. Oh well, yeah, and it, it, he, it, he he it was stuck. You could tell. I looked at it several times, and you you could tell his foot was stuck in there, in the uh, you know because when you have those uh, straps, not just pedals. You know? Yeah, I I do give him credit because I look at this. I mean, my my mother is the same age uh, as Biden. My stepfather is 75. He's younger than Biden. And I wouldn't picture either one of those two even being able to get on a bike anymore. So the fact that he was riding a bike at his age is absolutely amazing. So it's probably not too much of a surprise that he falls off of his bike at time to time. On the other hand, when Kristen Armstrong, you know, is is 75, she'll probably still be able to... uh, (laughs) Go out and ride 20 miles a day with no problem. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, today's Senate hearings. They uh, kick up again. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I think for the Department of Justice to actually prosecute the former president of the United States you're going to need them to believe that he knew that the attack was coming, that he was part of the actual conspiracy to attack the Capitol. And so far, we haven't heard evidence of that yet. We've heard teasing uh, from various members of Congress who are suggesting that there could be a link, but thus far, I don't think that they've reached that very high bar yet. For those of you keeping score at home uh, and wondering when the next drama uh will be uh happening that will be going on today as a matter of fact here in just a couple of hours 11 o'clock mountain standard time is uh when the house select committee examining the january 6th assault on the u.s capitol will convene this is its fourth 
public hearing. This session will focus on President Trump's efforts to pressure state officials as part of his broader campaign to remain in office for a second term after losing the 2020 election. Once again, um, it's not going to be going on in prime time, but uh, the some of the cable channels will be carrying it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of the uh, viewing public that watched the first one has kind of lost a little bit of interest. It's, of course, a little more difficult to watch because you have to watch it during the day. It starts to get a bit repetitive, too. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that even CNN is starting to call into question uh, some of the hearing. CNN host uh, Dana Bash grilled Representative Adam Schiff this weekend over why the House January 6th committee is not hearing from witnesses who counter the committee narrative about the United States Capitol riot and former President Donald Trump. Take a listen. We've seen a lot of taped testimony from the hundreds, even more, uh, of uh, closed-door testimony that you've done as a committee. But why aren't you calling witnesses in a public way who might challenge the committee? Is that intentional because you don't want to deviate from the storyline that you're trying to present to the public and, of course, potentially to the Justice Department? Uh, no. I mean, we, we are interviewing, frankly, anyone that has relevant evidence. Uh, we're putting that relevant evidence before the public. Uh, and we're doing it uh, in a way that uh, um, is the most cohesive and that we can get across the salient points to the public. So, like, why not subpoena Mike Pence, for example, if he won't? I know you asked him to testify voluntarily. That didn't happen. Um, you know, we're not taking anything off the table in terms of witnesses who have not yet testified. Um, we would still, I think, like to have several high-profile people come before our committee. Um, but uh, at the moment, um, I, I can't disclose what private conversations may or may not be going on with, with respect to certain individuals, but there are still key people we have not interviewed that we would like to. So Mike Pence is a possibility still? Uh, you know, certainly a possibility. We're not excluding anyone or anything at this point. Uh, Bash's line of questioning highlighted a problem that former federal prosecutor Andrew McCarthy brought attention to last week, namely that the committee is conducting its public hearings in a manner akin to a kangaroo court. His quote said, as I've said from the beginning, they've got a good story to tell. The problem is that they set it up in a process that is not a fair process. It's aimed at getting to the truth. And as a result, it's more like messaging than it is a real investigation. We kind of said that at the beginning after we watched the first one. Well, I I think the only thing we said was it it felt unusual to have that long of a program uh, with uh, no rebuttal. Yeah. He said, uh, went on to say, I could have been a very impressive um, in court if there were no defense lawyers, like the government put on its own case, own witnesses, own exhibits, and then no cross-examination and no defense arguments, I'd have been 1,000 and zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier in the interview, uh, Bash grilled Schiff after he claimed the January 6th committee had evidence that Trump was involved in a scheme to overturn the 2020 presidential election, Schiff claimed that the committee will show evidence of the president's involvement in this scheme. But when Bash repeatedly asked whether the committee has evidence showing that Trump directed it, asking, in fact, three times, Schiff repeatedly dodged the question. Um, the last time he was asked, he says, I don't want to get ahead of our hearing. Yeah. I noticed that that uh, that when, when it came down to the questions, I really wanted to know the answers, too. He's... He said something about how uh, they were still working on it, despite this being the, you know, fourth public display. 
So far, and you can weigh in uh, with your thoughts uh, on the uh, hearings if you would like so far. I, I watched the primetime special in its entirety. Um, since then, the other two uh, hearings I have only watched sporadically and uh, read updates on, and um, I'm kind of in agreement so far. I don't think there's going to be anything there that the Department of Justice is going to go, oh, look, a smoking gun. We've got him. Now, that's my own opinion. I, don't, I am not a lawyer. Um, you know, I sometimes play one on the radio, but I have no degree. Yeah. But this is different. You know, it's, it's different than if this were a trial and, and lawyers were presenting all of this. This is just, you know, congressmen going, well, you know, we interviewed a whole lot of people. Here's what we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Uh, excuse Oh, look, um, anyway, can you hear me now? I was having mm-hmm. pushed the wrong button. Yes, we can, we can hear uh, uh Well, they, they could have had, Trump could have had witnesses there. None of people that surround him, you know, McCarthy and, and all those guys, Bannon and stuff, they won't testify. You know, they could have went to the hearing. And what else could the witnesses have said? They were the last time they were talking about, you know, Barr said that Trump was detached from reality, spreading the election lies. Uh, could they get somebody on there and say, well, the lie, it, it wasn't lies. The election was rigged. I mean, there's there's not much of a defense, you know, so unless, you, unless you're looking for a character witness, what could they say? They're going to be talking now about this scam to that the states are going to be trying to try to get the states to send in fake electors. Is there is there a witness that's going to say, well, no, the states didn't try to send in fake electors because they have the they have the elector slates that they sent in. So this, I mean, how, what, what kind of a, de- who, who could defend Trump that's willing to testify and what well, would they say? I mean, you, you'd have a lawyer defending Trump and they didn't allow that. Well, they don't, they don't really have a prosecuting attorney either. I mean, it's, it's a hearing. Uh, you don't have, you know, you don't have lawyers at, uh, uh, you know, at other hearings d- defending the people. Congressional but, I mean, they just, yeah, this is just, I mean, this is an investigation and he, you know, and trying and him trying to get Barr to get the Justice Department uh, to say that there was election fraud. That's abuse of power. There's just a whole accumulation of things that were illegal. This, this, this fake electric slates, that's illegal. It's kind of the body of evidence. It's kind of like how you would go after like a mob organization, you know, Showing how they were were doing what they were doing, so I mean it's it's kind of a different thing. But the, you know, then there's then there's the ick factor, the fact that when they the mob was saying hang Mike Pence, Trump was still tweeting out things against Pence, his own vice president at the time. I mean that's I mean that's not illegal, but how much more sleazy could you be than to do that to your own vice president? Right, but you're you're not having a hearing on what's sleazy or not. You're having a hearing on what's well, no, I, you know what's legal or not. But I, yeah, but I pointed out several things that were legal. There's been many things. So you that you were think that were you illegal. think Trump's going to prison over this? Uh, no, I doubt it. Well, if it's illegal, he you should know, be going to prison, shouldn't he? 
Well, he should be going to prison. But you didn't ask me if he should be going to prison. You asked me if he was going to. Uh, two different things. But, I mean, yeah. if they have so proof, he, like you said, then he should. Why wouldn't he be going to prison if they have proof? Well, because that's just how politics works. If he'd be anybody but the president, he might have been. He might be indicted. He might might go yeah, to prison. We'll have to see if this, but, we'll have to see if anybody <laughs> prosecutes after these uh, after these hearings are finished. Yeah, I would think. These are not actual. These are not prosecutorial. These are basically just fact finding. Right, and I would think if there were actual evidence that they have proof of it, it would the Department of Justice would then be required to then uh, try him. Yeah. Well, that's just not how it works. So. No, they're not, they're not required to do history. anything. Well, I know they're not required it's, it's to, their, but if they have proof decision. of evidence that there was actually breaking of the law, why wouldn't they? Just because of politics? Just saying, oh, that he's too popular, we can't try him? I, that makes no sense. I don't have an answer for that. Uh-huh. I don't have an answer for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I don't but either. You never know. I mean, there could, uh, there might be no prosecutor willing to take it on. Um, he does have, you know, no protection. He's no longer president, so it's not like he can't be tried because he was a former president. There's no protection in a former president um, when it comes to things like that. Yeah, that's true. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to weigh in. Our phone lines are open. Uh, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Send us an instant message to our fan page on Facebook, or you can text us, the same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Phone lines are open. We've got a couple lines that are open right now if you want to get through and take part in the show, which, by the way, we encourage. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. John in Nampa, you are on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Yeah, I, I've recovered a little bit. I have uh, was responding to Rich and his quasi-evidence. Um, that the, the President Trump thing is he had a valid right to question the ballots. And I know people say, well, it didn't affect the down ballot. And the reason why it didn't affect the down ballot is because there was no one on those ballots. And the ballots I'm speaking of are the the supposed mail-in ballots. Well, for a mail-in ballot to be mailed in, it has to be, quote-unquote, mailed, and it was never folded and mailed, and it was never filled out and folded and mailed back. And there's at least, out of two states, 250,000 of those that were manufactured to throw the state. One of those is being Virginia. And when Donald Trump called Virginia to have them question those votes, the left went nuts saying he's trying to overthrow or overturn the election. And, yeah, you're trying to get rid of corruption and, and try to uh, try to eliminate the, uh, the, 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 false, the, the falsehoods that was obviously going on, as, as Adam Schiff would say, in plain sight. That's what I have in defense of Donald Trump. If it wasn't for Donald Trump, we wouldn't know that the cabal that, uh, uh, that Wyoming's Senator, counselor is a congressman, uh, Liz Cheney. We wouldn't know about this kind of garbage. And um, we, are, we are grateful for Donald Trump for showing us that. Okay, you guys have a good day. Thank you. See you later. Look, if 
I want to make clear, if, if there's evidence that shows that he did something illegal, I have no problem with the Department of, of Justice, who would be the one to bring charges, you know, bring charges. The the Congress, uh, the congressional hearings and the congressional hearings, they already said that they're not going to make a recommendation for charges. Um, even Adam Schiff, this is, this is the most telling thing to me, this weekend said the system held up because a lot of state and local election officials upheld their oath to the Constitution. That's the way it's supposed to work. Now, if you can show that, you know, Trump tried to get votes changed and through the cooperation of, I mean, just for an example, we'll use Georgia, because I know that's one of the states that's going to be looked at closely in the hearings today. And, and say Georgia said, all right, we'll, we'll do what we can. We'll change the votes for you or whatever. Now, then you've got proof of collusion, and that is wrongdoing. That is so Ill- illegal. Only if someone had taken him up on the offer, would he be guilty? A- asking him to find a, an extra few hundred votes so that it goes uh, uh, is not against the law. 11,000 is what he asked for. Uh, yeah, Whatever, however many it was, saying, finding, you need to help me find the, these votes. Asking someone to help find these extra votes, he didn't say, help me illegally find these extra votes. He said, help me find these extra extra votes. If they're not there, they're not there. And like Adam Schiff said, the system held up because state and local officials did their job in their oath of office. Yeah. He said a lot on that phone call. And maybe we'll hear some of it today. I don't, I don't know. Bryce writes in, I've, as I've loosely followed all these, I have one question. It seems to me that there are people on both sides that keep saying that they have all the evidence and every time they need to get people's attention, they talk about the smoking gun. But every time we're presented with whatever evidence, uh, be it left or right, most of it just turns out to be opinion or lies or a combination of the two. So my question is, how do we move on from here and get rid of the blowhards on both sides and start electing people that have common sense and integrity? You have just asked the million-dollar question, Bryce. Yeah, if if you figure it out, let everybody else know. It would be very helpful. Uh, Blake in Caldwell, thanks for uh, being patient. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Morning, gentlemen. You know, i got to tell you, I've been watching part of this circus, and... As far as I'm concerned, that's all it is. I mean, Barnum and Bailey had nothing on these idiots. I look at this whole thing. I look at Schiff and, you know, Cheney and Pelosi and Schumer and uh, all the way back to Clapper, Brennan, and et cetera, and the entire impeachment hoaxes and et cetera. And it just amazes me that this whole thing has been put up for nothing more than to try and stop Trump from running in 2024. And, it, you know, I, being a veteran, I'm actually very ashamed and embarrassed to see this kind of stupidity and ignorance and lies and corruption taking place in a country that I fought for. All right. Thank you for the call, Blake. Appreciate it. So that's how Blake sees it. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you're on the phone, stay right where you're at. You need to take a break. Got to get through uh, our uh, next newscast here at the bottom of the hour. So, George, stay right where you're at. We do have phone lines that are open if you want to get through right now. Remember, you can always uh, email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. If you don't have time to give us a call, quickest way to get through, though, is those phone calls. We'll uh, also take your Instant messages to our fan page on Facebook, or you can text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Stock market still uh, continues its upward path today. Two hours into the opening, up 560 points on the Dow. All three of the indexes are up. At least uh, as of right now, looking to a good start to the week. The uh, stock market was off yesterday because of the uh, federal holiday. Phone lines open 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Wayne writes in, uh, January 6th committee, personally, I have no interest in this. I have a hard time differentiating between the violence on that day and of the summer before. So when people who approved, supported, and initiated the burning of the courthouse in Portland tell me that January 6th was so bad, I'm suspicious of their motives. At this stage of the game, only one side of the story is being told. I don't believe that this that there is a justification to January 6th, but I would like to have a full story from all sides. Greg in Boise says, Apparently, many of your listeners think that if something is reported as a fact on Fox News, or OAN, or Newsmax, it's a fact. Those listeners, and really all of the Trumpers, are the most gullible people in the country. It's obvious when you see people interviewed in line at Trump rallies. These are people with no education and clearly also no understanding of reason. Trump became president because he appealed to people of average to below average intelligence by telling them that every complex problem facing the country had an incredibly simple solution that appealed to them because they're not capable of complex thought. You hear people say, at least he's honest, when he's a compulsive liar who talked about the art of lying in his books. They say, at least he's a Christian, when he may be the least Christian president in history. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Guess we know how Greg feels now. Uh, Only stupid people voted for Trump. Well, apparently Greg didn't. That would be my guess. Uh, George in Nampa, thanks for being patient. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, first of all, I'd I'd like to say, Greg, get a life. Um, about this Georgia thing, um, when that transpired on January 2nd, uh, my daughter called up ranting and raving about Trump. So I immediately went on the Washington Post website and uh there was the, the four-minute blurb to to uh, give you a, a picture out of context. So I proceeded to listen to the whole conversation, and I have repeatedly gone over the text and did uh, searches on find. But if you if you sit down there and listen to the conversation. At no time did he ask them to find votes. That whole meeting was was to settle uh, uh, a lawsuit. And uh, if if you listen to it closely, there's there's a lot of of uh, 
just uh, putting off or, or whatever by the Georgia State whatever. Uh, <clears throat> so I challenge anybody to listen he, to no, it. He said right in there. They played it a thousand times. He said right in there, I need you to find 11,000 votes or whatever the total was. He said in there, I need, we need 11,000 votes. He did not directly ask them if you listen to it. At, at one point, uh, his, his lawyer, Kalita, uh, I forget your last name, brought up Dominion and he says, I don't want to talk about the, the, I don't want to talk about the that we're looking for eleven thousand votes, and at no point did he directly ask them. I need you to find. He just he was just going over all the evidence that his team has had found, and and most people just sandbagged them and whatever. I mean, you can't find in there where he said directly to them. I need you to find. He didn't do that. So just you're saying you just said we need eleven thousand votes. That's all he ever said. All I right. mean, uh, I, I, I've been over it and over it. And also, there was a phone call in late December to uh, the head of the Georgia Investigation Bureau, and, and she accused him of, of this and that. And after. I don't know if she got fired or whatever. Uh, it missed, uh, amazingly, it showed up uh, in a deleted file on her computer, and and he said nothing of, this, of the sort. Uh, another thing uh, I got to say to Rich, uh, there's in this country, even though in a congressional hearing or whatever, they can sit there and... and uh, uh, show videos as, as they did in, in impeachments and whatever, uh, and, and leave out leave out the main context. Uh, and Rich, if there was if there was represent, representation on the other side, they would put the focus right where it should be. Why Schumer, Pelosi, and all of those folks? did not do anything because the night before January 6th, they had credible evidence that bad things were going to happen. So, but uh, for Rich to sit there, well, what with this, uh, I got news for you, Rich. There's 17,000 of uh, hours of, of, uh, of video. And uh, if you, uh, out of the out of those seventeen thousand hours, I mean, you can make him look be the greatest guy in the world, or you can make him look be the worst. You know, cherry pick, cherry pick. So, thank you, George. Appreciate it. Oh, I got that. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, text message, and this was on something we talked about a little bit earlier about whether or not the United States should or shouldn't take a uh, gas tax holiday that Biden has said that he will announce later this week whether or not that is something that we'll do. Um, Carl writes in from Star, says 18 cents a gallon should put us back to where we were just two weeks ago. Whoopee! If the average car uses 10 uh, gallons of gas a week, that's $1.80 
Over six months, we save almost $60. Does that make Biden a hero? Not in my book. But the question would be, wouldn't be whether or not that Biden would be a hero. The question would be, would that $60 a month make a difference for anybody? Um, obviously, I'm, I'm thinking here, you didn't, you didn't weigh in whether or not you, you want to see this gas 60, tax holiday. Uh, 60, I think, would make a, a difference to a lot of people. Um, but keep in mind, it's $60 over a six-month period. So you're talking $10 a month. Does $10 a month. For some people, maybe $10 a month makes a difference on whether or not they'll have enough food to eat, whether or not they'll have enough gasoline to get back and forth. I don't know. That, that's why, I mean, it wasn't a scientific poll this morning. We're just asking. I'm kind of surprised, actually, to tell the truth. Um, overwhelmingly, the responses be from our calls this morning and our emails, overwhelmingly was that they don't want to see a gas tax holiday, a federal gas tax holiday. I, I, I thought at the very least it might be 50-50 or maybe a little bit in favor of seeing a gas tax holiday, but yeah. it's been overwhelmingly against from the phone calls and emails that we got now once again yes i know it's unscientific and it could be just those people that are weighing in but it was kind of surprising to me because i i thought it would be a little closer to 50 50 didn't you in asking that question this morning yeah more than likely cj uh writes an email mike at kvy.com there are several states including swing states that had changed their voting laws ahead of the 2020 election they relaxed regulations and projections or protections rather that allowed for easier chance at fraud, consider it like this. You live in a neighborhood where crime is rampant. You open your doors and walk away, leaving it open. You also talked with a group. How many wonderful things you uh, own to a group of gang members at the street corner? The lies told about Trump uh, amping uh, zealotry. What do you think would happen? I, zealotry? Yeah, couldn't, I couldn't answer that question. Doesn't matter what could happen, you you basically saw what did happen. Yeah, that would probably be the more important thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jan wrote in and said, there is an audio tape for proof asking for votes. I give up. The Trump supporters truly feel the election was rigged. They will never change because Mr. Trump is still leading the band. That's Jan in Boise. And once again, I'll, I'll ask this question. Because, I mean, I have a certain way in my, my opinion. Asking for votes, is that against the law? Is that something that you could or should be charged, charged with? I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if it is specifically something, hey, Trump asked for, you know, say, he, say the, the um, audio is found, said we need to find or I need you to find me 11,000 votes or whatever asked. Leslie in Boise says, Greg was right. I couldn't have said it better myself. Trump appeals to people who are incapable of complex thought. Build the wall. We won the election. Beware the deep state. Trumpers love him because it's the first time politics have been dumbed down enough for them to supposedly understand. There has never been a public figure so full of crap or one possessing less knowledge about law, history, and any academic field of discipline or study. All Trump does is assign nicknames like a child, repeat bumper sticker slogans, steal other people's money, and preen like Mussolini. Okay, Leslie also not a fan. <laughs> I wonder if Leslie and Greg live in the same house. I mean, probably not, but that's just a thought, you know. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Um, another thing, we, we've got one more segment on the way when we come back. Um, two American fighters 
fighting in Ukraine. Now, they're not a part of the military. Um, were taken into detention last week, Russian-backed separatists after being captured. They're U.S. citizens. Alexander uh, are they, Druek. Are they going to keep them as mercenaries? Is that uh, the no, they're going to kill them. Ah, well, there you are. U.S. citizens Alexander Druak, 39, of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Andy um, Hoang. Wong. Is it Wong? If it's H-U-A-N-G. H-U-Y-N-G. Okay, that one I don't know. Um, From Hartzell, Alabama, went missing June 9th in a battle north of Kharkiv, uh, feared that they may have been captured by Russian forces. Now, apparently, uh, it has been proven that they have been captured by Russian military forces in Ukraine. Um, and they had a, uh, interview with the two on uh, Russian, uh, media over the weekend. Uh, the location that they're being held is potentially concerning, um, because of, uh, death penalty that Russia has. Um, they use firing squads to execute condemned prisoners, according to Russian state media. And Russia is claiming that these two are mercenaries. Well, they they do appear to be mercenaries. Then, if if they if they aren't Ukrainians, you see, and because they are mercenaries and not actual soldiers, that they have no protective rights from the Geneva Convention and can be put to death. So, in other words, if these were Ukrainian military officials that were captured, they would be prisoners. Of they war. would be prisoners of war. But mercenary, would not, but, yeah, would but not be mercenaries can death. be executed. Right. But they are still U.S. citizens. What do you think should happen here? Biden says he's been briefed on Americans missing. There's one more missing that had, that is not a part of these two. They and so far is just missing. Um, by the way, uh, Biden is urging Americans not to travel to Ukraine, which I <laughs> thought would go without saying. But yeah. hey, apparently not. You'd believe what doesn't necessarily go without saying. So what 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 should we do in this particular situation? They are American citizens. Russia has said that they are going to put them to death because they are soldiers of fortune. Should the United States step in in any way trying to save their lives in this particular situation? Kent has written in. He says, why does anyone give anything Adam Schiff says any credence? Here is a guy that said he had seen more than circumstantial evidence showing Trump colluded with the Russians. He knew that was a lie when he said it, and remember Trump knew all of this Russian collusion garbage was made up. What do people expect Trump to say or do when he knows these horrible people are lying to the public? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a quick break. One more segment on the way. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Demonstrations over the abortion debate growing more intense outside the Supreme Court on opinion release days. Security also ramped up in addition to the eight-foot fencing recently erected around the court building. Abortion rights activists and anti-abortion demonstrators separated by barricades and officers with bicycles. The decision on federal abortion rights is expected by the end of June. However, there's no official deadline for the court. There's uh, 18 cases that the uh, Supreme Court has yet to uh, issue any guidance. 18? 18. And they, they've already finished hearing them all. They've, they've in, they finished just, hearing they just them. Haven't, uh, they yeah. just haven't released their, their opinion. Apparently, from what I understand, 
um, Supreme Court justices have already left town. Now, this is a little different than usual because usually... They have a slow printer then? When they uh, issue their opinions, it's done live. Mm-hmm. And there are reporters and usually the person, um, you know, with the dissenting opinion will state their dissenting opinion after the opinion is read and all that happens. But because of COVID, they're still not doing any of this live. So now with the push of a button, the opinion will be released. So th- there's not a lot of pomp and circumstances like they would normally do. And <laughs> so because of that reason and the fact that Supreme Court is no longer open, as you heard there, it is uh, being guarded and protesters are there, but um, the rooms are all dark. Supreme Court justices are not there. As a matter of fact, some of them supposedly have already left town for their summer vacation. Um, but there are still 18 cases, and a few of them are really, really big cases. As mentioned there, the uh, abortion case that could change, Roe versus Wade. There's a Second Amendment case. There's an immigration case. Those are just three of the big ones that have yet to have their opinions released. Tim has written in and says, Casper, a plot doesn't have to succeed to be illegal. Yes, this time state and local Republicans resisted Trump, but now they know how to get away with it. They just need to get the right people in positions of power. No, state, it, state and local Republicans? I, I, don't, I don't think it's... Would it be state and local Republicans? That's, that's just what he said. I don't know. Daniel says, uh, we have two parties in this country, the party of bad ideas and the party of no ideas, and neither of them are working for our best interest. Notice he doesn't point out which is which, but I guess people can figure that out for themselves. I will respond to the first one. Uh, you're right. You, you don't have to have, I mean, it doesn't have to have worked um, for it to be illegal. However, you have to have proof that the person was involved in it, um, mm-hmm. and then it, you know, it proved to be illegal and for actually to have charges. Just saying, oh my gosh, this is horrible, and this is it should be illegal doesn't make it illegal. You have to have that, and we've we've said it since this thing started. There has to be a smoking gun there somewhere, and so far, just ain't and, happened. Uh, Tim says there is no way the U.S. could increase oil production enough to lower world prices. I don't think anybody in the United States is asking them to lower, lower world prices. I care less just, the rest of the country, just Ameri- the rest of the world. Just American prices, although <laughs> yes. also, you know, prices everywhere would go down if world gas prices were lowered. So Yeah, yeah. I don't care about the rest of the world. I only care about the United States. You want to lower our prices 30 cents? I'm all for that. Thanks for the phone calls and emails. We are uh, done for today. We'll be on a 20-hour break. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. We'll have more Jackson's Country Stomp tickets for you to win, so make sure you're listening.